And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. And what we do is we travel a country back and forth down the little two-lane roads, the superhighways, just picking up music wherever we can find it. It's there. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's just there for the picking. There for the picking. Yeah. Yep. So uh, people ask us, they say... Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And we think that's a grand question. Well, there are a lot of answers. And then there's our answer. And our answer is, it's got to have distinctive American American roots. roots. And that's a broad palette to choose from. It is. It could be uh, actually opera. It could be soul. It could be classical. It could be ragtime. Rockabilly. It could be show tunes. It could be gospel. It could be jazz. Big band. It could be electronic dance music. <laughs> yes, it could. Uh, we'll stop with that. We'll stop it there. Yeah. That's a good place. That's good. And uh, the format of the show is that each week, uh, each of us shows up with a virtual fistful of tunes, um, and we to- dole them out one at a time. And there's one rule. We do not discuss it beforehand. That's correct. Yeah. And so we also take turns starting the show. I started last week. You did. So you're up. And and we're gonna uh, I'm gonna feature a band that I've been I've had in my pocket for some time. I stumbled on to them. I, I think I have to give Dave Irwin credit because I was researching something else that he told me, and I stumbled onto these guys. So, okay, but it, it, inadvertently he did help. Kind of a roundabout. Yeah, but uh, it, it's called J.P. Sear and the Midnight Men, and. There's hardly anything about them. Uh, What it says on their Facebook page is uh, they're from Wisconsin. It says, J.P. Sear and the Midnight Men are a five-piece Midwestern honky-tonk band blending many styles of country. And they like ketchup. That's it. Okay. So, um, but it's fun stuff, and I think it's a great way to start the show. Uh, It's from their album, Fooled Again. This was from 2020. Don't come knocking. Every night out on 
take her back But I don't think that it's in the cards If she says she's not coming home Don't tell me I don't want to know See her give her my regards started <laughs> yeah that would get the that's blood really cool. who's that guy again jp sear in the midnight men cyr wow and i i'm gonna keep trying to find out some more about them i think they're a lot of fun that's very cool all right leo well what do you got you know back in kansas city uh we have a, a place called the american jazz museum we sure do uh down in the 18th and vine district uh down there and it's really a pretty cool place Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of stories that are around that have come out of that. But one of my favorites uh, concerns Charlie Parker, who's also a local boy from right. Kansas City, right? Yeah, the big man. history here. Yeah, the Birdman. Now, let me, let me tell you about this story. And it's kind of a story about an instrument and an event together. So what was, this was was a concert that was uh, supposed to be have, happening in uh, Montreal, Okay. And a place called Massey, uh, Massey Hall in Toronto, Canada, uh, in uh, May of 1953. Wow. It was scheduled. Now, it was kind of a pivotal moment in jazz history because it was the first time that saxophonist Charlie Parker, trumpeter Dizzy Gillespie, pianist Bud Powell, bassist Charlie Mingus, yeah. and drummer Max Roach played together as a quintet. Wow. First time they ever played together. So uh, it almost uh, didn't happen, though, because there was a lot of strange stuff going on. First of all, uh, attendance was way low because it just happened to be the same night as a big heavyweight fight between uh, Rocky Marciano and Jersey Joe Walcott. Oh, boy, tough decision. <laughs> and so everybody was kind of glued to their radios <laughs> and stuff. So this, this, this hall that they had it in was capable of anywhere up to 1,700 people, and they had like five or 600 people. So, wow, you know. But and it really wasn't scheduled to be recorded at all. It's just that hap- somebody happened to go ahead. Let's go ahead and record this thing and see what happens. And then there, of course, was uh, Charlie Parker, who was just a little erratic, and mm-hmm. he kind of disappeared. He he missed his first flight to get dip where he was supposed to be, and then he's kind of wandering all over town, and they're chasing him down. They finally found him, but he didn't have his saxophone because he pawned it. Oh, God. oh geez. <laughs> 
Okay, so they, they, they send the call out. We got to get this guy. Now, this is where the story gets interesting. Uh, somebody showed up, and this is where the story comes about the toy saxophone. Okay. All right. It wasn't really a toy saxophone. Uh, you remember uh, there was a company that made plastic uh, string instruments, a McAfee company, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. And I have a McAfee ukulele. I know. You know. Well, there's this company uh, that was making these plastic, uh, plastic instruments, and uh, it was called Grafton saxophone company somebody showed up with this saxophone and, and gave it to him to play he'd never <laughs> touched the instrument before wow and he just and he just blew that dickens out of it at this concert and apparently he never gave it back oh wow because it's in kansas city <laughs> it's behind glass at the american jazz museum wow so this is kind of a long jam but this is really crazy they recorded a bunch of jazz standards uh that night and uh, I'm going to play one. It's, it's called, oh, wait a minute. One more thing about this before I forget. Uh, there was a bidding war to get this saxophone back to Kansas City, right? Okay. It was being auctioned off. And um, it was a, from a, it was Charles, uh, Christie's Auction House. Okay, sure. It was going to auction. Well, Kansas City wanted this thing back for this museum. So uh, Emmanuel Cleaver who was the mayor of Kansas City at the time. Right. Uh, he bid, he filed the winning bid at 4 o'clock in the morning, and it said he bid against uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, really? To get it. <laughs> so, nice little wow. nice little note at the little end of this. little drawdown. Anyway, let's just go ahead and play this. This is an incredible jam by the musicians I mentioned earlier, and it's called Salt Peanuts. At this time, we would like to play a tune. It was composed by my worthy constituent, Mr. Dizzy Gillespie, in the year of 1942. We sincerely hope you do enjoy Salt Peanuts. Salvinas, 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 the name of the song, Salvinas, Thank <laughs> you. 
Five guys having a good time right there. Five guys never played before together. Never ever. played. It's just a jam. Wow. Isn't that something? That was awesome. That's a great find, Leo. And boy, we burned up some time. Well, we did. But uh, I think it's it was all well worth time. it. Yeah, we'll take a little break here and get started over again. We'll do that. Uh, so this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Well, we're back. We're back. Yeah. Uh, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Cut Bank, Montana. Cut Bank, Montana. Yeah. What a great place. It really is. Yeah, it's beautiful here. Well, it, it's it's um, it's another little small place. Yeah, well, as as they as, tend as to be. Most, mostly, yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, we are just way up north. I, I guess I threw that dart way. You did. We're very close to Canada. Very close. We're yeah. like 30 miles <laughs> from the Canadian. I didn't realize it either. From but, the Canadian border, man. Uh-huh. That was a long trip. Yeah. But, I mean, there's only like 3,000 people that actually live here. Well, okay. yeah. 3,002. And this two week. now this week, yes. <laughs> yes. It, it's, but it's located uh, on the western side of Cup Bank Creek, you know. And uh, it's actually, um, the name of the city comes from the uh, Cut Bank Gorge, right? Okay. Well, the thing that really put this place on the map was the railroad, okay? Now, there is a, a train that comes through here. It's called the uh, it's Amtrak's Empire Builder. Uh, line. Okay. And there's one train away at a, a each direction. Oh wow. Yeah. You, you can go you can go east to Chicago or you can go to west to Seattle. So you're either coming or going. And if you run out of things to do, there's always a train out of town. <laughs> just just but listen, we went right walking around, didn't we? Oh yeah. And what did we find? Beer. We found beer. <laughs> they have they have a place here called the Cutbank uh, Creek Brewery. Uh-huh. And their thing they says they're building community one beer at a time. That's that's a one way to do it. Oh man, I, totally. They have yeah. great stuff though. I mean they have a they got good beer, but they have uh, Montana crafted hard ciders and wine and kombucha. They even have hard kombucha. Mm. I tried it. I don't think I'll try it again, yeah. but but it was it was kind of an experience, you know. Anyway, it's it's been a f- good place to be and a, a nice place to spend a little time. Yeah, it's been fact, fun. We probably spent more time there than we should have, but <laughs> what are you going to do? So anyway, let's. Uh, by the way, I think we left off. I did a long jazz piece uh, on the last set. Yes, you did. So, I, but I believe you're up. Yeah, but we have not finished explaining. Oh, the, you're, this people true. that may not have heard our show That's before. True. People, That's true. People ask us. They say. Terriers, uh, exactly. What is it with you guys that you travel around the country and uh, in this RV and stay at these Shady Grove RV parks? We're looking for beer. Well, that. <laughs> we and don't plus, have any other place to go. I yeah, mean, really we don't seriously. really have a nest, uh, right. so to speak. I mean, our compadres on uh, Truckers Radio USA have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah. For instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch exactly. in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. We just like to say Dos Cabezas. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Allen Bailey, the Swinging Gate Ranch yep, nice in place. western Kansas. Uh-huh. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on oh. the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Not so much. Yeah, well, I haven't been invited. That's but, true. Uh, Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Uh-huh. And uh, we've got, um, well, we sort we of sort have, have a, a ranch. ranch. We decided it's a yeah. ranch. And yeah. we roam the range on in our RV which is named Ramblin' Rose, Ramblin' Rose, why you... Ah, uh, Ramblin' Rosie. Oh, Rosie, yes. yes. And, uh, and just in case people are wondering, our ranch is 
a See? ranch without, without fences. fences. We that's just right. pick up stakes and go wherever we want. It's border to border and coast to coast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And cheek to cheek. Well, that too. Uh-huh. Thank you, Ranger Doug. You're welcome. Um, okay. Now I'm up. And now you're up. And it, like I said, I finished last set, so you go ahead. Well, we're going to talk about... Uh, okay, I'm inspired by this. Um, we're getting ready to go to Winfield with our band, Three Trails West. That's true. And uh, part of our band is um, the International Western Music Association Yodeling Champion. That is correct. Uh, which is Lori Beth Brook. Right. She is something, isn't she? And you know how I like uh, uh, yodeling. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to listen to um, a tune by a gal named Julie Marlene Bedra. Okay. Well, she went by Rosie Allen. Oh, uh, okay. Have you heard that name <laughs> yes, before? Yes, I have, yes. Okay, she was born in 1924. And um, she was known as the Queen of Yodeling and was the first woman inducted into to the Country Music DJ Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. So she was inspired by the singing cowboys of the 1930s, and she taught herself to sing and play her brother's guitar. And in, ni- in 1939, she earned the title Queen of Yodeling after winning a yodeling contest and continued to use this moniker throughout her career. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Yeah. So um, anyway, she... Um, her first hit came in 1946 with RCA Victor, and she did a yodeling update of Patsy Montana's I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart, and followed by the successful release of Guitar Polka. Okay. We're not going to listen to that, though. This is uh, Rosalie Allen doing Ding Dong Polka. Ding Dong Polka. <laughs> <laughs> Those ding dong bells are ringing again, but I'll be darned if they're ringing for me. Those sing-song bells are singing again, but I'll be darned if they're singing for me. Let them jingle and chime, I'm staying single this time, that's the way it's gonna be. Those ding-dong bells are ringing again, but I'll be darned if they're ringing for me. If they're ringing for me Those sing-song bells are singing again But I'll be darned if they're singing for me Let them jingle and chime I'm staying single this time That's the way it's gonna be Those ding-dong bells are ringing again But I'll be darned if they're ringing for me
I had my glass sitting here and it just shattered in my hand. Yeah, sorry, I should have warned you. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was some fun stuff. That is fun stuff, man. All right, Leo. Well, what do you got? Well, we, we were just talking about the Walnut Valley Festival. Sure. All right. And um, in my collection, a vast collection of CDs. You're like me. We got just tons of music mm-hmm. stashed away. And I'm, I was sorting through things. And I found an album that's kind of a, um, a an album of uh, just superstars, really, from that festival, essentially. All right. Okay. And, and it's got a it's a band uh, called Big Twang. Oh, sure. They only did the one album that I know of. Uh, but get a little of this. The, the, the members of that band were Robin Macy, mm-hmm. formerly uh, of the Dixie Chicks. Right. Right. Uh, Ken White. Kenny White, yeah. Who, Kenny, and he's now running for you know political office yep. down in Sedgwick County. Killer guitar player. Really good guy. Mm-hmm. And Darren Wilcox. You remember Darren? Darren, sure. Great bass player and mm-hmm. got a beautiful voice. Troy Gilchrist. Oh, Troy. Who we knew he, since, since he was a little kid. Yeah. And Jeff teens. Scroggins. Oh. Who's now tearing it up with his own band. Oh, yeah. Banjo. That's right. Player extraordinaire. And his son, actually, is a pretty good mandolin player. Mm-hmm. And on the cover of this CD, he's got a picture of him. He's like six. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's just, but it's a great piece of work. And uh, like I say, they're all Walnut Valley alumni. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of consider them a bluegrass super group, a group but they, they really kicked it off in this. And this is a song that was actually uh, written by Darren Wilcox. I remember the first time I heard him play it, he was actually with, playing with uh, Greg Cahill. Oh, and special C, special C, and then he came back and resurrected the song to do it with Big Twang. So it's just a, it's just a beautiful song. It's called "Stealing Away."
That's straight ahead. Good bluegrass. Oh, yeah, right? That's great stuff. There'll okay, be a lot of that in a couple of weeks here. And just a kind of apologies to Oren because we're kind of in his wheelhouse with the bluegrass song. Yeah, I bet he wouldn't mind. There's lots of it out there. Lots so. of it out there. Okay, let's see. That was me, Roger. What's up with you? Chet Baker. Okay. No, wait. Which name? Chet Baker. Oh, Chet Baker. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So he uh, was a trumpeter, mm-hmm. right? Um, he was known for, he was so innovative um, that they, they uh, nicknamed him the Prince of Cool. <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> you like to be the Prince of Cool? I would cool? love to be the Prince of Cool. But uh, anyway, uh, he had some musical education in high school, but uh, he left high school at the age of 16. That was in 1946, and he joined the Army. And he was assigned to Germany, where he joined the 298th Army Band. He left the Army in 48, studied music and theory at El Camino College, and he dropped out in the second year and re-enlisted. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he became a member of the 6th Army Band at uh, the Presidio in San Francisco, right? Uh-huh. right? Yep. So he was discharged from the Army in 51, and he, he kept going. So he, he joined the Jerry Mulligan Quartet, and... And rather than playing identical melody lines in unison like Parker and Dizzy did, well, which Gillespie we, did. Right, we was, were just talking about Right, it was kind yeah. of a thing. Well, Baker and Mulligan complimented each other. They kind of counterpointed each other and did kind of, you know, they'd anticipate what was going on. I mean, real jamming, oh, wow. right? You yeah, know, we uh-huh. see that a lot in bluegrass. Um, but anyway, he had, um, he had problems with drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, um, for most of his life, um, he he was uh, uh, arrested several times, uh, but the guy, if you look him up, he's incredibly handsome. He's just got these chiseled features, and Hollywood um, saw an opportunity in him and, and uh, gave him an acting job. Really? Right. And they tried to sign him to a contract, and he said, no, I, I'd rather be a musician. I'd rather be on the road. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, anyway, they, they say, he said that he began using heroin in 1957. Some friends of his said, yeah, it probably started in the early 50s. Really? Wow. Um, he, would, he would pawn his instruments to buy drugs. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, I mean, yeah, a lot of that happened. But uh, he had a bad thing happen at one time. He was in California. And they figure he was probably attempting to buy drugs. And it went wrong. And he was beaten up severely. Um, and one of his teeth was cracked, and it damaged his um, lip, or there's a word for it, and I can't pronounce it, so I'm going to say, uh, Lady, how do you pronounce it? Embouchure. Embouchure, his yeah. Embouchure, right. his, his uh-huh. lip, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, he couldn't play for a while, but he finally he got dentures and retrained his embouchure. Wow. And got back into it and actually played for the rest of his life. So, um, but he, he, he spent a lot of time in Europe uh, doing that. But this is, a, this is a really cool duet. And it's uh, Chet Baker uh, on trumpet and guitarist Kenny Burrell playing September song.
the song. It'll put you in a mellow metal spot, won't and, it? And it's quite a story. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Really interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh, look at the clock. Yep, I think we've about burned up our time on this one. On the uh, set. We need to get out uh, and... Uh, kind of get ready to go. Yeah, right? we got a uh, moving days tomorrow, so we got to clean up. Clean and up and check the air in that left rear inside duel. duel. Yeah. And we got some apologizing to do, I'm sure. And we, did you get the six-pack out? I got it right by the door. Okay, all right. Well, okay. let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll get right back here on... Truckers Radio, USA. Look out. We're backing up. Of course, that's what we do. We are the derriers. And, and we back we up. We back up, yes. Yeah, that's what we do. It's a professional thing. Yeah, so we like to use this part of the show to um, suggest... And sort of... Recommend. Recommend. It. Implore. Beg. beg. Yeah, beg we, people. We, yeah. we're begging. Yeah, yeah, we'll beg you to go to our websites. Uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. And you got to say the. the yeah. Be, if, you do, if you eliminate the the, then we are not responsible. That's on you. We have no idea. We have no idea. Uh, but uh, go there, or uh, you can go to our band website. Yeah, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Right. And uh, that's those two websites and our, all of our stuff is on all the internets. Uh, oh, and, and all the Facebooks. All the Facebooks, yeah, all of them. Is. And if you go to either of our websites, you will find a lot of content. content. And if you watch and listen to it, we're certain you will be contented. contented. But if there's so much of it that you could become confused, confused in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out. Yes. Yeah, there are contact us tabs at both websites or you could get directly to us with our uh, fancy email addresses. Mine is roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. Yeah. So, so there you go. So uh, one other thing you can do is um, if you go to the thederrieres.com to the Americana Roadshow tab, you can download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. Right. Uh, preferably in your leisure suit, if Which you should be one. a double knit with pointy lapels. Yeah, yes. yeah you'd be extra cool if you yeah, did extra that. Extra cool, yes. Yeah, if you're driving across the country to go to the Walnut Valley Festival, like we will be, uh, you should download some, and there'll be plenty to get you there. Even if you're just driving from Mulvane. Right. You can listen to a few minutes right. of it. Yeah. Right. Okay. And as our good buddy Mike Carr says... Go nowheres without the derriers. That's good advice. Yeah, Leo. So I think uh, you are up. Jack Hody Johnson. All right. For his professional name, he just eliminated his middle name. So it's Jack Johnson. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Mm -hmm. I think the first time I heard about him was your son. Uh-huh. Uh, was uh, playing a song called Banana Pancakes or right. something, you know. Uh-huh. And I liked it, you know, and I've gotten some of his CDs and stuff. But I started reaching, you know, I figured I'd put him on the show. So I started reading up on him a little bit. Now, listen, this guy had a golden life. Okay. He really did. He didn't grow up in the hills of Tennessee or anything or Kentucky or down in the (laughs) Dust Bowl of Oklahoma. No. Uh, He grew up uh, in Hawaii on the the north shore of Oahu. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine growing up that way? Uh, No, not really. Uh, His his dad uh, was a, a a professional surfer. And um, by the time this kid was, uh, he was 17, uh, he, he started surfing at the age of five, right? Wow. By the time he was 17, he became the youngest invitee to make the finals of the Pipeline Masters, uh, which is an incredible. Have you ever looked at uh, on uh, YouTube or anything and looked at Pipeline? Oh, and, yeah. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. Not for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm scared to watch it. I agree. Well, he did it. And uh, he did it kind of successfully until one day when it didn't go so well and he did a pretty terrible face plant. 
Like in the bottom of the ocean? Pretty much. Wow. Uh, he said he took, like, I can't remember, you know, a bunch of stitches in his face and broke some teeth, you know. Wow. And, and at that time, I think he started making some serious career decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't hurt when I sing. <laughs> Good point. So, so he pretty much started concentrating on, on his music. He started writing songs, actually, when he was, uh, he started playing at eight and started writing songs at 12. And he listened to a lot of Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Otis Redding. You know, uh, Ben Harper, Bob Marley, Neil Young. Those were the guys he was listening to when he was sure. starting to write and everything. But uh, later on, uh, in the 2001, he came out with an album. And he, he put on there a song about the nasty little expense, you know, where he planted his face in the wrong place. Okay. Right? <laughs> Man, what a story. Anyway, uh, the, uh, the song is called, uh, from 2001, it's called Drink the Water. Drink the water, drink it down. This time I know I'm bound to spit it back up I didn't want this salty substitute Just not going to do I need some air If I'm going to live through this experience Reminds me of a clock that just won't take I wanna wake up from this accomplishment But my dream is just not done I'm late again It's just one of those bad days You look outside and be careful what you ride You just might find That you're out of time To swim Long enough 
see, that's that's a story. There's a line right at the beginning of the song that says, "I need some air if I'm going to live through this." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, wow. He, that's why he's so mellow now. I, I guess so. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Where are we? Oh, yeah. It's your turn. Well, you know my uh, neighbor Gary. Yes, I do. Well, uh, his daughter Katie had a recommendation, and uh, <laughs> this guy's great. Um, his name is um, Daniel Kozak. Keith Daniel Kozak. It's easy for you to say. Well, he goes by Catfish Keith. Oh, okay. That's a lot easier No to wonder, say. yeah, wouldn't yeah. you? Right. So he was born in uh, East Chicago, Indiana, and uh, in 1962, and he said he was first inspired by blues m- music here on the radio, which was Buddy Guy, Helen Wolf, and Muddy Waters, right? Oh, and Buddy Guy. We know Buddy Guy. We do. Yep. And so, uh, uh, although by the time he owned a guitar, which was in his teenage years, he listened mostly to Sunhouse. Mm-hmm. So he attended high school in Davenport, Iowa, of all places, before setting out across the United States and learning to sing and play his brand of the blues. Okay. So he traveled to the Caribbean, and that's where he got his stage name. And, and he got that from a, a diving partner in the Virgin Islands, who, having seen his efforts at swimming, nicknamed, nicknamed him catfish swimming around and catfish steel guitar man <laughs> so it's catfish keith oh man so uh he, he the title of this album is reefer hound and he does a lot of those old reefer tunes you sure, know okay. that there's a whole bunch of those that's kind of one of the things he does but I, I i zoomed in on one that is a song that's familiar to both you and i because we do it with the hula girl trio what's that back in nagasaki <laughs> Dynamite, take nothing, folks, but that ain't nice. Back in Nagasaki, where the fellas shoot the back and the women wicky wag. Got the beat to entertain. Hubba, 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 king. Back in Nagasaki, where the fellas shoot the back and the women wicky wag. Uchiyama, that's your mama. Got your troubles and grease. Hershey Cola and a soda. Hershey Shake, milkshake, at 10 cents a piece. I'll hug you and kiss you each night. My baby, it's worth the price. Back in Nagasaki, where the fell to the back in the woman wicky wag. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Get it down. Oh, yeah. Come back, what you gonna do? Jumping down with you, little rascal. Back in Nagasaki, where the fell to the back in the woman wicky wag. That's your mama Trap your troubles and grief Hershey Cola and a soda Hershey Shake and Milk Shake at 10 cents a piece I'd hug you and kiss you each night My baby, it's worth the price Back in Nagasaki where the fell to the back And the women with your whack That's the daddy you don't That's the daddy you don't That's the daddy, 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 daddy That's the daddy you don't That's the daddy you don't Daddy Yeah, Giamma, that's your mama. Happy troubles and grease. Hershey cola and a soda. You shake milk, shake a ten cents a piece. I'd hug you and kiss you each night. My baby, it's worth the price. Back in Nagasaki, where the fell to the back in the monkey wag. Yeah. Troubles and grief. Hershey Cola and a soda. Hershey Shake and Milk 
take a ten cents a piece. I'll dog you and get you each night. Bye, baby, it's worth the price. Back in Nagasaki, where the fell to the back in the window, wicky wack. Cool. Wait for it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> a little stinger. <laughs> oh, that was fun. It is yeah, fun. I like it. I like the song, and it's fun to you know hear it done that way because we have our own way of right doing it. You know, and, yeah. Hey, so thank fun. you, Katie, for that lead. That was a that was a fun one. Okay, Leo, it's uh, the ball is back in your court. Here it I, comes. I, I oh wait a minute, got it? I missed it. <laughs> he hit Here. the net. Oh, got it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, I, I featured this guy a while back, and I kind of don't feel like I did him justice actually. Okay. Uh, George Thomas Morgan, George Morgan, right? Okay. And I and I featured a novel tune, novelty tune that oh, he had yeah. done. Remember <laughs> Little, Little Green, Green Men? Men? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, which wasn't quite fair, really, mm. because the guy had he had a, a bunch a string of hits. He was really a good performer, and as you remember. Uh, the story was that he was the last guy to play on the old uh, stage for the uh, Grand Ole Opry, and the first guy to play on the new one. Yeah, which is was pretty cool. That's thing. incredible. But yeah. um, he had a he had a lot of big hits. Actually, he was probably one of the one of those uh, he's best known for uh, was Candy Kisses. You know, mm-hmm. and then he did a kind of a, a a room. He did a, a theme song of like three of them, uh, like Room Full of Roses and Red Roses for a Blue Blue Lady and. You know, and uh, and red roses from the blue side of town. I mean, just you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. A, a heck of a singer, a lot of fun. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, feature none of those actually, uh, but I'm gonna feature a song that he did called "Send Me the Pillow That You Dream On."
little bit better about it now. Yeah, I've got a few of those I'm going to revisit, too. Well, you know, this guy was known, I mean, uh, he was kind of a crooner, you mm-hmm. know, and he was more uh, to like Bing Crosby or Perry Como in that regard, sure. but um, not quite like Ernest Tubb, Lefty Frizzell, you know, those guys are down in dirty country and everything. But anyway, there yep. you go. George Morgan, great singer. All right. And I believe it's your turn. Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Mm-mm. Okay, I stumbled upon them when I was... I, th- I don't know. I think I was riding my bike again and found it, found this one. Um, the the band started in 2006, and uh, Drew and his wife uh, Ellie uh, were kind of the focal part of the group, and uh, they they were touring, um, and uh, they stopped touring to take care of their first child, Amy Lou, in 2012, and then he started pursuing a solo career, and he just he was touring nonstop and everything and he he got sick he got meningitis oh wow yeah and so he was hospitalized for like eight days and he took some time off and then he said well i'm just i'm gonna ask friends for help instead of trying to do it all myself you know which which is where the neighbors comes in so uh he started doing kind of a co-writing thing and uh, doing albums on his own and he's built up this kind of grassroots following but it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I like the style of it. It's just uh, it's it's just a real folksy kind of thing. And it's got a f- good feel to it. So this is off uh, an album he did called Feels Like Home. It's called Hey Rivers. Bridge today, you opened up the door. Had to be wondering what's this handle for. You gave us both a heart attack, like you do most every day. Lord knows we wouldn't have it any other way. Hey, rivers, oh, rivers, you're a George tornado. Just like your name, you're making your way back home You saw a squirrel, you thought it was a monkey Big old smile, and said that you were funny Every day's a party when you live like an ice cream cake In a candy store with a criminal's grin Chocolate running down your chin again Skipping stones at sunset down at Nickajack Lake Joy tornado rivers, just like your name, you're making your way back home. Hey, rivers, oh, rivers, moving like all those Tennessee rivers, going to the ocean, making their way back home.
dream you're making your way back home. Hey, rivers, oh, rivers, moving like old Tennessee rivers, going to the ocean, making their way back home. Just like a road trip, making your way back home. Just like your name, you're making your way back home. Not bad. Isn't that fun stuff? That sounds kind of like the music we might be listening to coming up here pretty quick. Well, that's true because uh, we're we're you know normally this is the part of the show where we have to figure out where we're going to go next. That's right. It's week. a big deal. We get yeah, a we map, got a map. We get the map thing. out and we uh, um, you know throw the dart, we throw the dart, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But we, d- we, we know where we're going. We know where we're going this time. Yeah, we're going to Winfield, Kansas. That's right. So for the Walnut Valley Festival. We we don't exactly need just to throw the dart. We need to. We need to launch. We a need missile. to launch a missile. I think. I think that might get us <laughs> kind of a guided missile. A guided missile because we know what the destination is. Exactly. Okay. So, right. um, uh, do you have the launcher? I got the launcher. Okay. Give me. It's kind of. Okay. I know it looks like a bottle rocket. Yeah. That's the best I could do on yeah. short notice. Okay? That's okay. Okay. So wait. wait uh, we should probably. You think we should? Do we have the codes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you bring the briefcase? <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe we should go outside to launch this thing. I don't know. Let's do that. Okay, let's go outside. Okay. All right, hang on. Here we go. Okay, yeah. Oh, boy. This is going to really tick the neighbors off. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Winfield would be about what? That direction? Kind of south? Yeah, that should be about right. Okay, boy. This got to be one mighty bottle rocket. Here it goes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. Oh, oh, there it goes. Whoops. And there it landed. All right. All right. Okay. So off we go. Okay. Well, sorry, uh, neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll pick up and uh, we'll do some apologizing and uh, head out of here tomorrow. Get uh, get ready for Land Rush and and go do the Winfield thing. I it's can't gonna wait. be some fun, man. We get together with some old friends and play some music. This will be a gas. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, you know what? And next week we will be broadcasting. From the Walnut Valley Festival in Rose. Oh, well. In Winfield. In Winfield. In Rosie. Rosie and Rosie. Yeah. That's right. Come on by and visit us if you yeah. get there. We'll be at stage six. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, so uh, I got some tunes left. I'm sure you do too. I do too. A couple in my pocket. All right. All right. So, well, until then, um, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. And look out behind you. It's the Derriere. Derriere.